0: Hey friends, welcome to Fuel to Thrive. This is a podcast all about nutrition, running, and motherhood. Today, I have a great friend on the show. Her name is Rachel. I think you say her last name, Tomacek. I'm going to let her specify that for us <laughs> when we get in on the show, but I'm so glad for you to talk with her today. Rachel is an elite trail runner. She's actually been competitive on the track as well, but has recently moved into trail running. And she is a good friend of mine. She works for Run Free Training, She's one of the coaches there. And she is also an awesome human being. She has a great story to share around nutrition and running and where she is now. She's had some ups and downs like all of us, Um, but Rachel is just really sweet and awesome and has so much knowledge to share around running. So thanks for tuning in. I can't wait for you to hear more about her story and I hope you enjoy. Welcome, Rachel. It's so good to have you today. Thanks for being on Field to Thrive. Yeah, I'm pumped to be on. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know Rachel, um, Rachel is a trail runner and she works for Run Free, which is my uh, well, my coaches used to be her coaches as well (laughs) um, running team that we coach athletes all across the country uh, even some of the world but rachel tell us a little bit more about your background as a runner what you're doing right now where you're focused and all of that
1: yeah so i really started off um i knew that i loved running like in elementary school i was always like running around and stuff and my pe coach like in elementary school noticed that i just had like a talent for running yes. and he was the cross country coach at the yep. high school. So he really encouraged me, like when you get into middle school and high school, like you should do cross country and was always telling me about how his athletes were doing and stuff like that. So he really kind of like helped me like just nurture that love for running yeah. through elementary school without making it like you have to train when you're like eight years old. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, it, it was just really fun for me then. And kind of like through middle school, it was the same thing. I started competing like in track meets in middle mm-hmm. school and I didn't really do any training or anything like that. It was kind of just like going to practice if we had it like a couple times a week and then racing. Um, and then I really started training more in high school. Yes. Um, so that was kind of when it really started and when I started getting more competitive and learning how to train and things like that. Um, so yeah, that's really, where it started off. And then I ran at Baylor for college. And my specialty was steeplechase nice. um, in the track season. But I loved cross country and anything from like the 3K and indoor up to like 10K um, nice. in track. So um, those are kind of my events. And then I ran for a while after college um, on the Firm and Elite team in South Carolina in Greenville. Um, and then after a couple of years of that, I started training with Ryan, who uh, Joe mentioned and Sir coach. So I was out in Flagstaff doing that. And then I uh, got a job at Liberty, um, coaching their cross country and track team. So I went up to Virginia and coached there for a couple of years. And that's where I met my husband, Drew. So after we met his job and we kind of both just decided um like i really loved flag and he found a job that was in flag that um where he could like transfer his job from virginia out there and so it kind of just like lined up perfectly where it was great for his job and it was great for mine so uh we ended up moving out there and i was getting into the trails like that Mm -hmm. summer that we got married and we're kind of moving out to flag so Perfect. Um, There's a maid here and stuff like that. So yeah, I have done everything kind of from like cross country and road and track stuff now into trails, which is super fun.
0: Yeah, I love it. So you actually just came back from a race though in Spain and tell us how that went.
1: Yeah, uh it was super fun. It was my first international uh trail race. So I had raced internationally like on the track and for cross country before, but um not on the trails. And I feel like I was kind of just like thrown into the fire <laughs> yes. um, in some ways because there are some really, really incredible trail athletes in Europe. Um and so I was like racing against all of them, and my thought was just like If I want to become a better trail runner, I need to be in these like highly competitive races, um, with people that are really good because I want to like be there too. So I feel like this was a great, like learning experience and learning some things that I need to work on. I'm definitely like not as good at like the technical running Mm -hmm. on trails, um, yet, which is, a lot of European trails are really technical, yeah. um, so that's like something to work on. Um, and this race also had like 9,000 feet of gain in it, Good. and yeah, my <laughs> legs were like done after like 6,000 feet yeah. of gain. Yeah. So I think um, a lot of it is just kind of like learning or like being able to do those races more and more and learning yeah. how. To run on technical courses and the more you run races with like 9,000 feet of gain, the better you're gonna get at yeah them. So, yeah um it was a good like first race yeah. the trails were beautiful the crowds like european people like love trail running That's and awesome there were like thousands of people that like actually hiked up to the top dang of the to like watch and like cheer us on and they would just like line the trail and it was like deafening like i could feel, like, <laughs> that's like, awesome like wow i was going up it was like incredible um which like i feel like you get that atmosphere some at like road and track yeah. places but yeah. this one there are people like an inch away from you yeah you're like i can touch you (laughs) like get up the mountain um which is so cool so it was really fun yeah
0: that's awesome that's awesome kind of tell us how because i know you spent a lot of time you know post-college you know on the track doing steeple and 10k stuff like that how what kind of made you transition from the track to the trails
1: yeah i think i kind of just got like burned out from all the pacing I mean, yeah, I don't know if you've ever felt that way, yeah. um, but just like the constant pacing and having to hit those paces yeah. and like, if you're not on, then it's like difficult. And I was also training alone. So it's yeah. hard when you're like training alone and just like, you feel like you're running against the clock kind yeah. of. Yeah, um, And I think it was just like the perfect storm of like a lot of things um, that like spring semester like track was in full force at Liberty. Mm -hmm. I was trying to coach Drew and I were trying to plan our wedding move. And I was like trying to train for the 10 K and training was just like not going super well because I was tired from like everything else. Yeah. So I think I was just like really fatigued and like not enjoying it as much. And I, we were like right by the Appalachian trail. Um, so I kind of decided just to like, Run like whatever I wanted to run for a while and yeah. just like take a break from like the hard workouts, yeah, yeah, and feed and stuff. Um, until we were like kind of moved to flag and like yeah. settled. But we were by the Appalachian Trail, and I always had like wanted to run it, but I feel like when you're training for like the tracker um roads, you're like, oh, I shouldn't run trails because yeah. I'm yeah. like twist an ankle or like they're really like mountainous and I want to take my legs for the speed days. So I just never did it. And so, and I kind of thought like, I can't do it, you know, like, I was like, people don't run on these. Um, so it was just like in my mind and I was just like, I want to do this. I want to prove that I can do it. And yeah. so I started running those trails and it was incredible. It was so much fun. And I realized like, oh, I can actually like run these trails. Yeah. And a couple of my friends, um, Courtney who works with yeah. us also for run free. And then, um, another, uh, gal Grayson who had been in, yeah. Steeple, yeah. um, while I was running, they had both gotten into the trails and I feel like kind of paved the way for me to yeah about that so I ended up signing up for my first trail race and just going for it so it was kind of it was fun um and yeah so that's how I got into it and it's just been like super fun since then
0: that's awesome that's how many like what's the longest race you've done so far
1: I've done a marathon I think that I kind of want to do for the next like two or three years do races that are like um vks which are okay. races where it's like a 5k um okay. with 3,000 feet of gain. gotcha, in gotcha. It. yeah so they're like really steep races but yeah. they're also like not short. as long yeah. yeah yeah so those kinds of races up to like a marathon okay um cool. i don't think i want to get into ultras like yeah. quite yet, but maybe i will yeah i think yeah. like that's kind of a fun thing for me to think about maybe, yeah. but for now, while I'm like still
0: speedy and yeah, cool, yeah. Like, <laughs> enjoy, yeah. yeah. Enjoy that's those great. shorter distances. That's awesome. That's awesome. So I know we've talked so many times before and, um, in some ways we have some similar journeys. Tell us some, uh, about like some of your challenges throughout your running career, like physically, emotionally, like even nutritionally, some of the things that you faced.
1: Yeah, um, man, there's been a lot because I feel like if you run for so long, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just a part of your life, kind of. And totally. you like learn so many things in different stages. I think there yeah. have been times in college or like when I'm first running pro and stuff. We where you just have to adjust a lot. Yeah, um, and your confidence might not be that high, and you kind of have to like build it up over time. Yeah. So I've definitely struggled with like that and confidence being in races and stuff yeah. like that and just thinking like knowing that you belong yeah. at the top yeah. like belong in that race, you know. Um, I think that's like one thing just mentally that I've struggled with some um and I've worked with some sports psychologists nice. with that too. And um that's super helpful. I would that's encourage awesome. like any athlete or any person really like to work with a psychologist. I feel like they are awesome and can yeah. really help um, with a lot of like mental issues. And yeah. it doesn't mean you're like crazy to go to a no. psychologist. So, not at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, So, that's something I've learned. I had an eating disorder like through college. So, yeah. um, I think just working on like body image yeah. issues. And I feel like for me, it wasn't even as much of like body image issues as it was just like, thinking that the smaller I was the yeah. faster I was yes. going to go so 100%, it was more yeah. yeah it's more like performance driven, driven. yeah um, than like body image Yeah, but I don't know if you've seen this I feel like there are well, like it's common in running to have like body image yeah. issues especially if you're like around runners all yeah. the time yep
0: yeah. Yeah. I think that's like so common. And I think, you know, I had Cody on the show and we talked too. like men struggle with this as well. And a lot of it is, I mean, it's a lot of it for us as athletes, competitive athletes is performance driven. I think for a lot of us, it's like, we've been told though, the smaller you are, the faster you'll be. Um, but yeah, it's super common to see that, but then you see the reverse side effects of that. And like, yeah. you know, runners coming out saying like, I've had reds for so long and I've been malnourished. And now like I made it so long in my career. And then all of a sudden my body's like starting to just shut down. And so, yeah, it's probably the most common thing I see is people underfeeling, whether it's a full-fledged eating disorder or just malnourishment. It's just like people, people think the secret sauce to running is your body size and it's
1: Yeah. Not. <laughs> And yeah. yeah, it is tough too because I do feel like they're like initially there's a direct correlation, yes. to running yeah. faster, which is so tough because you don't like immediately see the negative yeah. side. Of it. Yeah, like for me, it was kind of like I got a lot, um, like smaller and I yeah. immediately got faster, yeah, yeah. and it was faster for like two years before yeah. three before yeah. anything yeah. really started happening that was yeah. bad, and yeah. so you don't. Like, it's not like you get smaller and then you immediately start yeah. getting all these yep. injuries. Yep. It, like, comes on later and people yep. don't realize that. So it's easy to be like, well, I'm, like, rewarded now with yep. all these yeah So yep. I'm going to keep doing this and there's no negative consequence. Yep. But eventually it catches up to yep. you. Yep. Totally. Um, yeah,
0: totally. So
1: I kind of dealt with, like, just a string of injuries yeah. for a while at the start of my pro career,
0: Yeah.
1: Um, which was tough to deal with yeah and now I've had like a few who haven't been injured which is awesome. awesome and um like I have my period because I yeah. didn't have it for a while yeah in college and when I was a pro but now it's like normal and stuff like that so that's, awesome. that's really great and encouraging yeah. and I feel like for a while too for me like with my period it was like um, when I was like recovering from the eating disorder mm-hmm. for me, it was like scary to have because yes, I missed it totally.
0: Out. Yeah. You're, you know what I mean? Yep. Oh, been there hundred percent. You're like, oh, is this mean I'm gaining weight? Is this mean I'm yada yada? Like, it's like this almost like scary red flag of like, oh, I'm doing something right. But is this right? Like, <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. And as totally. an athlete you kind of feel like you want to like ride the line of yep. like being yep. like healthy, but you don't want to be like over like the weight yeah. that you need to be or something. So I yeah. feel like yeah. it is a weird like, well, now that I have my period, it doesn't mean that I'm like too heavy yeah. or you know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. I feel like I just struggled with that for a while and yeah. kind of through cycles where it was like, I'd have it for a little and then yeah. wouldn't yep. and then it was kind of like off and on for a little yeah. while. So, totally. um, yeah. Totally.
0: Yeah. I think that's super common. And I mean, it's again, it's like, we are in a sport that weight is not just like, again, if you're a 300 pound runner, like you're not going to be as fast. <laughs> like, yeah. let's be honest, weight plays a factor, but it's not the only factor. And so, yeah, I think that's hard um, as competitive athletes to remember that, like, and remember like two year period is a sign of health. Um, now if you're having like really abnormal periods that are really heavy and like really uncomfortable on your cramping bed, that's a different story. But, um, yeah, I mean, a normal regular menstrual cycle is part of being healthy. So it's associating that as like a good thing, but it's so hard when you have struggled with that and see the, like, immediate impact of that is like oh I've gained weight (laughs) like all right and I'm eating more like that's why I'm getting this and so um I think that is scary for a lot of women it's just like what is this okay yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. it's such a weird oh go for it no I just wanted to say um just have you noticed like since you've gotten a regular period like less injuries better energy better performance have you noticed like a correlation there
1: Yeah, totally. I like stopped having like really bad injuries, like the stress Yeah, that really take you out for like months and months. And I feel like as a runner, like you're going to have injuries or like flares of things, um, that happen. But like now my stuff, if it happens, it's more like muscular and it's probably just like, okay, I've been running like too much elevation yep, yep. you need to like back off for a couple of days yep. and it's more just like okay take a couple of days easier and yep. then like you're back at it Instead yeah. of like, well now i have a stress fracture and i'm out for like months and months yeah totally so totally i feel like that helped in my mind to associate to associate my period with like a good thing yeah like now i'm like too heavy because now it's like if i'm like weight or something like that I'm like oh my gosh am I under fueling I'm gonna guess <laughs> <temperature."> right <laughs> like it's like scary <laughs> it's like
0: yes yeah yeah you start I'm recognizing be,
1: like, yes okay I won't <laughs>
0: months it's so true like when you start thinking of it that way you're like oh this is a good thing I'm okay (laughs) versus like oh no something bad is about to happen and exactly yeah I think the longer too you've been in it and experienced those cycles of injury and like fatigue it's just like oh I do not want to go back to that like it's not fun and it you know it sounds like from what you've said it's it took you a while to kind of come out of that and like come out of that injury cycle and um yeah how long would you say you kind of like it you felt like till you got back to like a normal, like healthy place of like, Oh man, my body actually feels good. I'm not getting injured. Um, I'm feeling strong.
1: Yeah. It's kind of tough to say because I feel like for me, um, like when I had my eating disorder in college, Mm -hmm. my athletic trainers kind of like, uh, were the ones that intervened and they were like, Mm -hmm. okay, yeah, I can't do this anymore. And they, um, basically like, I had to go to rehab for yeah, it in yeah. order to like compete. So, which I think like looking back was a really good thing. Yeah, I'm like, so thankful for my trainers yeah. at Baylor that they did that. And, um, like, I think that was a great move for them yeah. to do. Um, so super thankful for that. But I think in the moment I like, wasn't at all, yeah. and it, like, I didn't, it wasn't something that I like had decided I wanted to mm, recover yeah, from. Yeah. So I think I kind of did like the bare minimum to like, be and they were like, you have to at least be at this weight. And so I was like, okay, fine, I'll do that. And I was exactly at that weight for like the whole season, which still like, wasn't like an awesome place to be, but it was like better Better. than where I have been at. So yeah, I think like, um mentally like recovering from it it took longer because once i was done with my eligibility at baylor i like wasn't in the rehab program anymore or anything that so those resources i just like didn't have yeah um, yeah and i was kind of on my own dealing yeah. with it and then it was like my choice like do i yep. want to recover yep. do i want to be healthy so i think like while i was at firman elite i was still kind of dealing with yeah. some of that stuff and then when i moved to flagstaff it was like okay i really do like want to be yeah, healthy yeah. And, stuff. and so really started trying to focus on it then and it was Great with Ryan because I feel like yeah. he is more of a holistic. Yes. coach So yes. I could like talk with him about that stuff, yeah. and it was like awesome. So um I was still getting injured like a good amount when yeah. I was in Flagstaff, but I don't think that was like because I wasn't like working toward health. Then yes. I think yes. it was just, like all the years that I exactly had, like, yeah healthy.
0: yeah
1: um. So I think really after that, it probably took like one or two years yeah. to like get back to okay, I like haven't been injured. My last like big stress fracture was in um 2019. Okay. And then um after that, I think I had like some muscular stuff yeah, like yeah. in 2020 that I was dealing with. Um, but after that, it's been like pretty smooth. Yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I think that's one of the like biggest. Like things I see from the athletes I work with and just people in general, like when it comes to our health, like we think it's instant gratification and doing this work now. So it should pay off right now. Right. (laughs) Like, especially if you've been struggling with something for a long time, like I always, you know, say like I was struggling with menorrhea for 11 years. There's no way my body's going to recover for that within a matter of six months, like it's going to take time for my body to fully recover. So like, yeah. cause that's 11 years of chronic underfueling. like that's just part of it. So I always like to like taper people's expectations and be like, this can take several years for your body to like recalibrate and get back to a point where it feels strong and like normal again and performs at the way we want it to, you know? So it's right. cool to see that now you're out of that season and you're in a place where you're like, okay, all this hard work finally paid off. And I'm reaping the rewards from that. So,
1: and I feel like now I can like train harder than I was doing, which I'm like still careful of and stuff, but I could do like a hard workout, like every other day or every like couple, like few days, you know, and like recover from it. That's awesome. Really quickly. Like I did the marathon on Sunday and Uh I, it was like, a five hour race and I feel like fine. Um, that's awesome. Now, you know, so I feel like, like, that's the stuff that I recognize now where it's like, okay, I'm recovering a lot faster, but it is hard because like you said, it takes like a while to see those things. Um, and it's tough because like, on the flip side, it's like so quick when you yes. see like yes. how like fast you get when you drop a lot of yeah. weight. Yeah, so it's it's a tough thing. It is. You know?
0: It is tough. Yeah, I always think though that fast does not usually last long. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, you may see a, a couple good races and then the then again, it's like the whole recovery side just takes so much longer. And it's like, you're cutting off years of competing in order to let your body heal. So it's like, would you rather a couple, a couple good races, or would you rather like a string of just building up and getting better and better and better over time? So Yeah. yeah, but it's, it's a hard, like mental game of like seeing the correlations and you're like, wait, wait, this doesn't make sense. And yeah, so totally. Yeah. Yeah. Besides, you know, like, um, your athletic trainers that kind of helped push you towards recovery? Like what, what do you think were some of like the best things that helped you to like really prioritize your health?
1: Yeah. I think just like knowing that I wanted to like run for longer Yeah. Did, like there are goals that I wanted to reach. Yeah. And I think like seeing, and I didn't want like food to control me anymore yes. because yeah. like I was thinking about that like so much. And it yeah. was like, such a burden. So I think for me, just thinking about like what it could be like on the other yeah. side and like seeing those goals and those like ways that I wanted my life to be like, yeah. like um, so I think also just like being around people that like did have healthy yeah. eating patterns and stuff too, was like really important. Yeah. Um, and so like I definitely had teammates that were um, yep. like at Elite that were like fueling themselves well and eating yeah. healthily and yeah. I didn't like that for me to see like that I could do that too. Yeah like
0: that so group the yeah. rewards yeah that's <laughs> i always love following sarah and she pulls yeah. out the domino's pizza boxes and i'm like yes thank you oh God, thank you I for just... showing people this <laughs> like, yes. yeah you do not need to eat perfectly like healthy whatever people think that is but yeah mm-hmm. i love i love when you see it's so powerful i think to yeah. see athletes feel themselves well and perform well um because I think a lot of athletes are trapped in that like diet and like restriction cycle. And so then you put that together and then they feed off each other. And it's like this dangerous combo, especially in times like college when none of you have the education, you're just like, yeah, all, you know, is like smaller is better. And we also have lots of coaches that promote that. So it's, um, it's a really vulnerable time I think for young athletes.
1: I think so too. And speaking of like college, I feel like that's also when you're like learning how to fuel mm-hmm. yourself on your yep. own, like your parents aren't like yep. getting dinners for you or like yep. providing food. It's like, you get to choose what yep. you want to eat. There's no one. Well, I don't know if people's parents like still <laughs> do, but like, yeah. I didn't have like dessert all the time. Yeah. If yeah. like we could have like ice cream for dinner. Yeah. Or anything, yeah. Like we could have it like it was a healthy balance and yeah. stuff and like yeah. we could have dessert. It wasn't like, it was totally restricted. Yeah. Like, like in college, if you don't want to eat dinner and you just want to have like a tub of ice cream for dinner, yeah. you can, <laughs> can. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, so yeah. you're like learning how to fuel yourself. But yeah. then also like, there's a weird like stigma on a lot of teams that smaller yeah. is better. Yeah. And then you're like uh, surrounded by athletes that yep. are like, runner body and small
0: yep, yep yeah, and you think yep.
1: that's normal and yeah it's just like a big like thing <laughs> yeah
0: it is it's like a it's little funnel of just I don't know yeah I feel like I feel like that's where a lot of it starts is in college I feel like for a lot of young athletes it's just like yeah so yeah I just had a conversation with a girl the other week in college she's like yeah but all my running friends say this and I'm like oh my gosh these people don't have any education. Don't listen to them. <laughs>
1: they don't yeah. know what they're doing.
0: Uh, I know.
1: I wish that there was like better education yeah, for college, like for athletes. Agreed.
0: On um, yeah. I feel
1: like that would be so helpful. And Agreed. like specifically for like runner nutrition, because yes. we have like a nutritionist that was like the nutritionist for like football. But oh. they're all trying to like gain like 6,000. They're 000. trying to be
0: massive. Yeah. Like big dudes gaining muscle. You're like, Oh, it's so different it's so different yeah
1: and i don't know i don't think that body type is like healthy anyway yeah. if you're like <laughs> that much overweight and like yeah. backer just trying to be like as huge yeah. as you can yes. be like I don't think that's healthy either, yeah. but at the same time, I don't think it's healthy to like under fuel yourself yeah. Yeah. like for a super skinny runner. So it's yeah. like both yeah. ends of the spectrum yeah. um, yeah.
0: are total extremes. Yeah, it's like literally those football players are like eat whatever the heck you want, you know? Like exactly. you need like I saw oh my gosh I don't know if you saw this but I saw this post one time and it was like this football player that eats candy for di- like like five times a day like that's his his diet. I'm like. <laughs> Oh. what in the world <laughs> like yeah. you cannot be feeling good off of that your performance nope. cannot be peak feeling like I'm just like some candy is okay but like really like that's all you're eating or majority of what you're eating you yeah that was just yeah. funny. I was that like, is funny we like extremes we like extremes as humans
1: <laughs> oh my gosh yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. It's,
1: definitely, it's helped for me to just being around like my husband drew because yeah. like he loves like candy and yes, and like yes. all that stuff. And he's balancing like running with um trying to like lift a lot. Yeah, too, yeah. Like a hybrid athlete. Nice. So he is like scared to lose weight. To
0: like, <laughs> party, <laughs> I love it. No, I'm down five pounds. And <laughs> that's awesome. I'm,
1: like upset about it because he wants to like be able to lift. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's fun. Just that's being so funny.
0: Like, yeah. Like,
1: seeing him pop all these candies and stuff yeah. <laughs> it's yeah.
0: good it's a good balance I know yeah. I feel the same way with my husband where it we reeled each other in both of us where it helped loosen me up and then it helped him like eat a little healthier and so he would love us tostinos pizzas if he could but thankfully he doesn't oh my god <laughs> but it's so oh good god. it's oh good god. to have that partner who's like oh yeah I can eat these things and be okay like it's okay um like yeah. ice cream yeah yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so kind of tell us, I know getting off the topic of nutrition and stuff, but tell us like where you're, you know, what you're working towards right now, where do you see yourself in the coming year? Or so, you know, athletically and what you're pursuing.
1: Yeah. So this year, um, like I was saying, I'm kind of doing those like shorter yeah. races and stuff. So last year I ended up making the world team. Yeah. Yeah, it was exciting for the U.S. for um, mountain running, and mm-hmm. they were going to have the world championships in the fall last year, but then okay. they got postponed because of COVID. COVID, and then we learned that we have to re-qualify for the team, which no! is- a- Yeah, <laughs> I know. Uh, I- yeah, I'm, like, upset because I'm like, you guys didn't make, like, the Olympians. I like- know, that's what I was about to
0: say. <laughs>
1: so, I don't yeah. know I have to, but yes. I also get it because it's like, they want the best team that yeah. year. So I yeah. see both sides, but I'm also like, but I made it anyway. <laughs> um, so that's like one of my goals is okay. to like make cool. the team again. Um, and then I'm doing um, a series called the golden trail series. Oh yeah. 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 Um,
0: I've heard of that. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's mostly over in Europe, although okay. there are two races this year, um, the Pike's peak ascent, okay. uh, which is like uh, the Pikes Peak Marathon is like up Pikes Peak and down. And this one is a half, so it's like just just climbing. So yeah, yeah. yeah, that one. And then there's one in Flagstaff, actually, Nice. uh, that's part of the Golden Trail series. But the rest of them are over like in Europe. Uh, And so basically you get like points for like your place in the race. and your top three races count. And then, uh, you get like scored and then the top people like go over, uh, to compete in Portugal okay. in, for, in the final. And it's like that's a five awesome. day stage race. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like the tour de France where it's yeah. like you race every day for like five yeah. days. That's awesome. Um, so that's like kind of what I'm focused on this year. And cool. I don't know, it's hard to make the final. So okay. I don't know if I'll like able to make it, but I just like, like I was saying, I want to throw myself into these like highly it. competitive races yeah. so that I can just like get the experience and yeah. like see how it goes and stuff. Awesome. Um, so I would like to just like compete as well as I can awesome. in those, and then hopefully make the, um, world team this year too. Yeah.
0: That's yeah. awesome. Okay. I have to, cause I feel like this is a big mental thing for a lot of people. I love that. You're like, I want to just throw myself into the race and compete with The best of the best you know like tell us because i'm sure you know you were mentioned even earlier like the mental part for you has been like do i belong you know like do i belong at the starting line but now you've shifted that where you're like i want to be here even if i'm not the best of the best yet but i know i want to get better what how has that mental shift happened and like what have you done to kind of like put your brain in that spot
1: yeah that's a good question i feel like um it's kind of just like been like being humbled by like, yeah. <laughs> um, but still like knowing that I like have talent and want yeah. to be good at them. So I think it takes like a lot of self-confidence just yeah. to say like, I might not be like winning these races, yeah. but I want to put myself in them anyway. Yeah. Um, so I feel like it's just been working on confidence and working on like the idea that, like, I don't have to like win to have yes. like value at yes. all because I think a lot, like, when I was in college and like running pro at the start, I was thinking like races determine my yeah, value. yeah, but now I don't see it that way at all. It's just like I'm a person and like I have value on my own, yeah. um, uh, and like my faith is important to me, so I feel like yeah. I have value like from God, and like, yeah, that's who. Ha- puts the value on me. Yeah. It's not about like the fast times that I yeah. run, um, and stuff. So I think it just like takes a lot of confidence and yeah. like knowing like where your value is to yeah. be able to go into a race and like, be okay, not being at the like top yet, but yeah. knowing like if I'm in these races, like eventually I can get there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I feel for me personally, like that was one of the things that took me from where i was to so like that next step um was like, like not being afraid to just get in there and just be like I may fail I may like totally blow up I don't know but to at least like put myself in the race and say like hey they may be better than me but i I still got a chance and this is the only way i'm gonna get better is if i'm pushing myself with other people so I think that's cool and I think that's I don't know for a lot of athletes I think that's a really important mental shift to like say hey it's okay you know, for one, your value is not in where you place or your time. Um, yeah. but two, to also see like your potential is there. If you are willing to like risk it, you know, and like yeah. see how far you can come, um, because you're never going to get any better if you keep playing it safe. So I just yeah. think that was a really good, I like how you are talking about that. I heard it several times. It's like, this is good. This is a good negative wisdom here.
1: Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah. 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 That. Yeah. I feel like I am like a success driven and like goal driven person. Yeah. So it's easy for me to see like failure as a bad thing. Yeah. But I think just shifting that to like, it doesn't mean it's like not a bad thing. It just yeah. means like, I know what I need to work on yeah. now. And yeah. like, I, it's okay to fail because yeah. like you're going like, I feel like I've failed way more than I've succeeded, yes. but people yes. like only see the successes, yeah. you know, yeah. like a lot of times, um, like a lot of times, if you see people that are really great at running and like those awesome athletes, like you see them on the
0: podiums and you're yeah.
1: like, Oh, it's so like easy for them and stuff, but you don't see all their like hardship. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Together. So yeah. Yeah, everyone yeah. through ups and downs.
0: Yeah, totally, totally. Oh, so good. Yeah, I just feel like failure. Like we fear failure so much, and yet it's actually what's yeah. p- propels you forward. um Yeah, because you learn True, from it.
1: I we're talking about this the other day. I feel like that's like a very like American thing. Yeah, to, to fear for failure. Yes. because I feel like in other like cultures and stuff, like if they're talking about like a race, they'll like say like yeah it wasn't like I had a bad race or like yeah I didn't do very well in the race and they'll say that like about other people too they'll be like yeah they had like a bad race (laughs) (laughs) and they're just like completely blunt yeah it's not rude it's just like stating how it is and they're like fine saying but I feel like in America we're like so afraid to say like I didn't do as well as I Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah Totally. Yeah. Yeah, We talk about that all the time. I think it's definitely like each from each generation, it's gotten worse. Like the younger and younger generations are getting more and more afraid of failure. And it's just like, man, we, we cannot be afraid of this. Like, yeah, that's how we, it's how we grow. And, you know, as a business, you know, an entrepreneur, I'm like, yeah, you got to you gotta be willing to fail. Cause you're going to fail a lot before oh, yeah. you succeed. Uh, so yeah, I feel that. I feel that, um, any like words of wisdom you would give to runners out there who maybe they're like in a season of struggling with like some fatigue or injury or, um, even like mental blocks, just any like words of wisdom you would give to them.
1: Yeah. I think just like keep putting in the work each day yeah. because like, you're not going to see a huge change like we were talking about in just one day. It's going to take a long time to get there and stuff. And so like, don't just think that it's all going to come at once, but like make goals that are process goals and goals to like, get you to that big goal that you have, you know, like make small goals so you can celebrate along the day or along the way and just like make small, um, like, changes each day to what you want to improve on, Um, and, yeah, I feel like you can make a lot of, uh, like, a big difference if you're just, like, in the moment and, like, changing things, like, small things as you go, Um, so, yeah, that's, like, one thing, and then, also, we just talked about it, but don't be afraid to fail because you're going to, and that's just, like, part of it, and it doesn't mean that you're, like, not a good person yep. or anything or totally. not a good athlete or anything like that it's just like part of the sport and part yeah. of life too so yeah, yeah.
0: part of being human <laughs> yeah,
1: totally. we
0: just need yeah. to accept it and it's okay um mm-hmm. yeah that's so good okay so most important question that i ask everyone uh because i'm a nutritionist what's your favorite food post yeah. run like post race and also like just in general
1: yeah um well, probably so I really I love sweet potatoes. Ugh, um those yes. are like my favorite food. And I love popcorn. Um that's another like good one for me. I actually I didn't talk about this when we were talking about like struggles and stuff. Yeah. But year I December, but the one before, I started having really, really bad stomach problems. Mm, Yeah, um, and it was like really bad. Um, and I figured out just like a couple weeks ago that I like am like I'm intolerant to wheat and to like Uh, products. Yeah, so there are like a lot of things that I used to love eating that I like eat right now. That's so. so I'm like making that adjustment and stuff popcorn and sweet potatoes, I can still eat. So yes, those are favorite. good ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then what's your favorite, like post-race meal, like to celebrate after a race?
1: Um, I love pizza, um, yes. which definitely has like, <laughs> Yeah, yep. yep. but there are, um, places, there's a place in Flagstaff that okay. has like vegan cheese, which is not as good as the real cheese, but it's like something and they have like gluten-free, um, crusts. So like, I still like eating, going there and eating there and stuff. And, um, I'll just like load it up with like, nice, like things like that. So that's probably my favorite. Awesome. meal. That's
0: so good. That's so good. Also, I always like to tell people who have dairy sensitivity, Aged cheese. So cheese that's like age six plus months, the longer it's aged, the easier it is on the digestive system. So just a friendly reminder, like if you do want cheese in little, little bits and pieces, the longer it's aged, the better it is for your gut. So
1: yeah. That's great. I've heard that too. And with the doctor I'm working with, I think I'm supposed to stay away from like yeah. any wheat and dairy for like 90 days. And okay. then I can like start so adding, in. I, yeah. I can start adding <laughs> in, like different foods, like gotcha. I could try like Gouda cheese and see okay. like, okay, does that like make me feel bad? Yes. And if it does, then I just like, can't eat it anymore. That, okay. and if it's like gotcha. fine, then it's like good. So yeah hopefully I can find like some cheeses and yes. stuff like that, that I can eat because I do miss it. Yeah. And I like loved like ice cream and stuff. So yeah. I found like a good dairy free nice. ice cream, nice. which is great. But, um, yeah, I'm still like adjusting to. Yeah. A
0: lot of stuff it's hard. Like How long has it been that you've been off of this?
1: um, so I just figured out like a week probably before okay. I left the pain. So okay. it's like really Fresh. recent. Yeah. Um, and I think I kind of, I was like doing a lot of experimentation, like on myself before yeah. I like, went to a doctor and like found out for sure that yeah. I'm like, intolerant to it. So I think I was trying to avoid those things. But yeah. after talking with a doctor that I'm working with, I think that there are like some things that i was eating where they those like products were in it i just like didn't really realize it yeah yeah so they're my sneaky stomach like, yeah, yeah my stomach had gotten better but it wasn't like all the way there yeah yeah so now i feel like i'm like really careful looking at like labels yeah of things and while i was in spain i basically was just like cooking meals that were like like i have rice i know i yeah. can eat i have like some type of meat I know I can eat that yep. and then I have like these veggies and it was just like super clean eating <laughs> yeah because I, I did not want to have a problem
0: like, oh that's um, totally fair especially so, in a different country when you're like I don't know all these foods and I can't read these labels
1: <laughs> so I just like cooked a lot um while I was there yeah. but now hopefully I can kind of just like get used to a new yeah. like, rhythm and yeah bigger, like what I can eat when I'm out at restaurants or like what things like are fine to eat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's a journey. Um, (laughs) I know. And there's my dog. (laughs) Uh, well, Rachel, thank you so much for hopping on. I always love chatting with you and catching up. Um, also before we go, can you please pronounce your last name? Cause I always read it. And I always am like, I don't know if I'm saying this right.
1: Yes, I know. I used to be Johnson, so it used yes. to be <laughs> so easy. Now it's to my check.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Say it again. To my to my check. Okay.
1: Mm-hmm. I think nice. it's sports, so. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. But nice. Actually-
1: it better because i feel like there's like a ton of rachel johnson's in the world but there's like not many rachel
0: that's Runway. very so, true I'm very cool. true yeah. <laughs> that's awesome uh well thank you so much um friends make sure you follow her on instagram it's rachel runs world right
1: yep that's okay. it yeah, yeah um
0: she's always post in great information on running. So she's got all the tips. So follow her. She's awesome. Again, thanks Rachel for popping on. Thanks again for listening in today at fueled to thrive. It's so great to talk with Rachel. I always love having conversations with her as we always have good deep intentional chats. I hope today that you found her conversation um, and just her story about eating disorders and what it's like to overcome them. If you are someone out there who's currently struggling with an eating disorder or any sort of disordered eating, I encourage you to reach out for help. There are resources out there for you. Um, but I also just hope you remember that there is hope. Keep fighting. Remember that just put in the work day in and day out. Um, there is so much purpose and joy in fighting, um, and don't give up hope. But also, for those of you out there in the running world who are scared of failing, don't be afraid to fail, friends. That's where we typically find the biggest success. Um, and when we dip into the waters of the unknown. So, so good to catch up with Rachel. If you want more information about Rachel, feel free to follow her on Instagram or um, you can just find more information in our description on the podcast. Thanks again for listening in and until next time.